0: 100.7 FM WHIN 1010 AM presents Sumner County Spotlight, a weekly public affairs program each Sunday at 10 AM. Sumner County Spotlight, exclusively by FNM Bank. 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. FNM Bank offers personal banking, business banking, and mortgage loans too. Right here in Hendersonville, FNM Bank is one of the top independent banks in Tennessee. Member FDIC equal housing lender. MMLS number 518158, here's your host for Sumner County Spotlight, Tony Richards.
1: Good morning and welcome to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning. I'm your host, Tony Richards, and we'd like to thank F&M Bank for their sponsorship of Sumner County Spotlight every week at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville and also at myfmbank.com. And we're happy to have with us this morning Dr. Bill Taylor, of Just for Kids', Kids Teeth in uh, Hendersonville, we're glad you're here with us. Thank you very much. Glad you're joining us. You're a man about town, though. You do much more than work on teeth. <laughs> I have a lot of hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them, I think, was politics, but we'll get into that yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, Bill, can you
0: tell us just a little bit about yourself, where you're from? And well, I grew up in East Tennessee in a town called Morristown. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to college at Clemson in Clemson, South Carolina. Um, then I went to dental school at Emory in Atlanta, and then I went to the University of North Carolina, did my residency, and get my master's in science, and um, did research there, and then came How'd to How did you Henderson. end up here? Hendersonville was not even a, a hardly a wide spot in the road 35 years ago. And um, I need to, demographically, I needed a, a younger population, since I only treat children. Mm-hmm. And so my brother told me about, who lived in Brentwood at the time, told me about Hendersonville, and I came and looked at it and worked out a deal. Isn't that and,
1: funny? Because when we put the station here, I did the same thing. Found out that Sumner County, 38 year old, that's the average age here. Yeah. It's a great young family town,
0: great place to raise kids. It's a great place to raise kids. They've got a lot of neat amenities. It's still a small town feel with, with big town uh, amenities close by.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So you gave it a shot. And you went on your own right away? On my own Dude. right away.
1: How was that? Was that kind well, of... Uh, 30, well, 35 right years up? ago.
0: Uh, 1984 is when I did this. So, okay. Uh, 35 years ago, uh, it was scary, but it was much more... Uh, you could do it a lot easier.
1: But I'm assuming there were some established dentists in the area. Yes, but me. no children's dentist.
0: I was the only children's dentist in town. There you go. Now there's six or eight of us. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And in a few more years, it'll be ten or twenty yeah. or thirty or more. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, but that means you've uh, you've watched a lot of folks grow up from beginning oh. to now. I'm oh saying. yeah, I yeah. see a,
0: a number of kids whose parents were patients, and, and haven't got any grand parents yet (laughs) so how long how long was it after you worked on your first kid where the parent goes can you do mine i'm an adult but oh that same week (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) the kids are much better patients adults are not fun to work with they they whine and fuss and much more than the kids uh, yeah kids have an excuse yeah they're kids yeah they're kids and you know they want treats yeah
1: so. And so if we make it now we make it fun for them so we've got- well, yeah, you know I was gonna say that because I have had so much work on my teeth when I was younger. I can't even tell you I think I've had I don't know there's probably 13 or 14 root canals in this mouth, but mm. um, you know it was way different and and I wonder if it was about that time where just the whole marketing and the and the way which I looked at as opportunities to really make
0: kids excited about it. Because it was changed a lot. Yeah, this, Part of my success was the fact that um, parents had such bad experiences and we made ki- experience for children so much better that we have kids who want to come to just come play. Right. And we've got video games and we got exactly. a, couple of, a couple of dogs running around the office. Well, and it's and not
1: about that too. It's just let's say that uh, you're going to give them some Novocaine, and you know they didn't have the swabs and the numbing mm-hmm. of the those other things that do make it. You know, uh, it's it's uh, so
0: much easier. Well, it, I don't want to say easy, but it's different. It's different. We actually have a laser now that we don't even have to numb for it. it, it
1: how it, does that? Yeah, how does it that It
0: evaporates work? the the decay and and drills the hole without without using a drill.
1: No way. And, and,
0: and you don't have to numb it. So how do you, okay, you started 35 years ago. They didn't have that when you started.
1: Mm -hmm. So how, you know, technology coming out all the time, but you also don't probably want to be the cutting edge guy that pays all the dough up Mm -hmm. front for this new stuff, but you want to make sure it's sort of the new accepted standard. Yes. And then how do you know, number one, what to look at and what to purchase so that you can provide a better service to your patients? But on the other hand, you're also learning
0: yourself. Yeah, you you, you got to keep learning. You got to keep staying with. If, if you're not growing and learning, you're you falling behind. Yeah. Because there's always a new new kid on the block who's going to have something uh, slick, and so you got to. you yeah. know. We do impressions now with the digital uh right. the camera, so We're you don't put gooey... a big
1: wad of clay in their mouth yeah. anymore. You know.
0: And we do three D printing, so you, it's all.
1: And just even five ten years ago, it's probably massively different.
0: different. Exactly. Yeah. I mean i couldn't spell 3d printing five years ago now we now we we, we might do it all day long you just make them right in there impressions are a piece of cake right yeah and they don't that gag is, and it's, yeah. it's just easier
1: you know it was where you would put it in then you'll tilt your head down so you don't gag you know i've done all of that stuff so which you know it, it's just interesting how it's all kind of happened i don't even know that impressions were a, an option way back when either were they how the heck did they even do that where they could you just shove something in there and make it by hand, I guess?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is it, yeah. Well, you make, take an impression, pour it in plaster, there's a number of do steps. Do the best you could. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but you were still. And
0: is it still a bit art, a bit science? I mean, it, it probably always has been. Yes, it's, it's, it's very art see and scientific at the same time. It's very.
1: Is that what sort of enamored you by it? Why, why dentistry?
0: Well, I, I, my choice was being an orthopedic surgeon, a veterinarian, or a dentist. And I like working with kids. I like working with my hands. I like intricate things. And, um, and, a, little, aunt, and a little free-form yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, in dentistry, if you're off by half a millimeter, uh, it's going to fail. You can feel it. In orthopedic surgery, if you're off by an inch or so, well, that's just how it happens. You, you know,
1: it's not like you can pop back in there
0: and yeah. You just... <laughs> yeah. So it's 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 more detail-oriented, and it's more precise and intricate.
1: And And with this new... Technology and all the different options you have, is it pretty works, you know, most of the time and you're not making adjustments? And I mean, is it a lot less adjusting? It's I a lot less
0: adjusting because it's so much more accurate.
1: And when did you sort of, when do you kind of, I'm sure you get hit up to buy this new equipment all the time. So when you decide and you make an investment, and I'm sure it's quite an investment mm-hmm. in your business, um, and you've worked with it, and you're like, yeah, this is this is what I thought it might be.
0: Um, I do homework, and I've got other friends that are doing the same thing. So we we trade ideas and get ideas and talk about it, and then uh, eventually um, come up with a. It's like digital X-rays. I mm-hmm. mean, I've been doing that for twenty-something years, and at one time, you know, there was only one system, and now there's a whole bunch of them. But it just worked its way through, and now it's kind of it's everything's like the standard.
1: Mm-hmm. So when somebody brings their child into Just for Kids for the first time, what, what's
0: the experience? How, how can you walk me through how that would work, work for somebody, somebody? Somebody greets them, meets them, sits and talks with them, finds out what their needs are. Um, we go. We're not in a. We're in a, we're in a big room with with um, multiple cha- multiple dental chairs. Right. So all the kids see each other. And we've got let dogs. them know each other. Yeah, I'm sure, let, dogs running around and they can jump in their lap. And so we're trying to make it a fun experience and show them how easy it is to do that. And and just cleaning their teeth. We go. We use what's called kids' time. It, what time does it take to clean their teeth? It depends on what kid it is. So Mm -hmm. it's some kids take longer, some kids take shorter, but we we give them, give them their time. You know, that's really interesting because I
1: think when people, and I'm assuming you do free evaluations when they first come in, you've never met them before. It's not just evaluating the actual teeth, it's the child and the person. And like you said, you've done this for 35 years, you probably know, okay, this one's going to take a little longer, or are they a little more hand-holding versus...
0: Absolutely. And we we don't treat them as a a number, we treat them as as a person. Right. And, and then we've got to deal with mama, too, or dad, mm-hmm. or both. So we're, we're trying to get a, a good experience for the child and for the parents and have them comfortable with what we do. So then-
1: it is kind of a family thing, isn't it? They bring, them in. Yeah, the parents yeah, bring because, them in. Yeah, but I mean, it's like, you know, you you get to know the whole family, not just yes. the child. Yes. Because maybe this one needs, this parent might want a little more explanation. This one doesn't care at all. This one, you know, uh, I don't know anything about dentistry.
0: Don't want to no. know. Just fix it and I'm out of here. You yeah. know, I don't. And we just spend our time, um, you know, we can, you can read how, how much the parents are involved and interested and then it's yeah. take that time or not. take That's its
1: so interesting. Yeah, that's great. Um, so, uh, and then... Tell me about, uh, you know, some of the experiences with the kids. Are they uh, – what, what if you really – somebody's just not ready. I'm assuming, you know, it's not like you force them into
0: a chair. Hey, buddy, yeah. you know. Well, a lot, of, a lot of kids, especially some kids with special needs, we'll, we'll, we'll say just bring, bring them by, have them look, watch, wander around, go play video games. When uh, they don't need help, yeah, bring
1: them in. Just bring them in. So that's a great idea.
0: It. You know, uh, a lot of kids need to have a familiar, familiarity of this space before before they're really good, yeah. Because everything's kind of new to them, they might be f- sort yeah. of freaking out. Wait a minute, what's really going yeah. on here? There's a trick called tell, show, and do. We tell them what we're going to do, we show them what we're going to do, and then we let we do it. And sometimes they help us, and then we let them go help another kid. And so they, so they kind of feel like they're involved. Look, I get to help you know do this. That's yeah. very cool. But when they see other kids having the same thing done, you know it's it's it's, it's more easier for them. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great idea. So if you're new in town, don't be afraid to stop
1: by, even if you don't need work and you're thinking about looking for a dentist. You can pop in, get
0: the experience, and you don't have to have anything done. It's fine. Oh, absolutely. We, we have yeah. uh, happy visits a lot of times where they just come, wander around, look and see, and Mom can get a, a feel of how we do. And, um it's just easier for them. Yeah. Well, I know that you wear a lot of hats besides
1: uh, doing dentistry. So I know you're a philanthropist locally, and you, you help out community, and you've also served your community and are still serving your community in multiple capacities
0: because I know you were a commissioner for a while. I was kind of commissioner um, not this term, but the term of four, mm-hmm. for four years. What What made you decide to give that a whirl it was a challenge <laughs> self-humiliation yeah. or what was that well it, it was a challenge to learn more about sumner county you know um even though you've been here that long
1: you still really want well, to understand you don't how know it what
0: you don't know what's going on in westmoreland and portland and white house mm-hmm. you know what's going on in hendersonville but you really don't even know what's going on in bethpage or in um new deal or their challenges or yes you know, yeah and each community has different challenges and different needs. And as county commissioner, we have to look at all those and provide the best we can what we can do. And that even happens when you're running because it forces you to get out and and work those areas. Well, no, our, you have a small district. So my district was mm-hmm. like um Hendersonville. Uh, I wouldn't. Not even, exactly small anymore, but yeah. yes, I, yeah. I see. I see yeah. what you're saying. Which has changed a bunch. It has changed a bunch. It's it's growing. It's growing. You know, there's a old saying. If you're not growing, you're dying. Mm-hmm. And in, in the communities like Hendersonville, that's fortunately growing, we're, we're, we've got challenges for growing. Yeah, um, schools, roads, infrastructure, all that is part of what we have to look at and decide and do. Right. We're and still the lowest tax county in Middle Tennessee. Are you glad you did it? Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I learned a lot, saw a lot, made some good friends, and am just more in tune with. Um, the community. Kind of instead of just living here, you can actually be a part yeah. of it and make yeah. a difference. Unfortunately, most people don't pay attention to the elections, but the, the primary elections for the county, the county primary elections are the ones that decide who, who wins. Mm-hmm. Um, once the, basically, Sudden County is Republican County, so the, whoever wins in the primary that's Republican wins the regular election. It is amazing
1: how vocal people can get, but they don't vote. You know, exactly. It's, it's okay. To, it, it, how long does it take? but it is kind of disappointing when you see just how few people participate in that part
0: yeah my last election i think we had 5% of my voters voted
1: you have got to be kidding me 5% Five.
0: yeah and and most of them said well we'll vote for the real election well the primary was what the le- was the real election so Yeah, and
1: part of that's education and kind of getting the word out and all of that stuff. Well, we're talking with uh, Dr. Bill Taylor of uh, Just for Kids Teeth, and uh, we're kind of coming up at the end of our first segment. We're going to come back and talk to him a little bit more. He does some other things, Uh, was a county commissioner, and uh, I think he wears a badge on occasion and some other things, too. So we're going to come back and talk a little bit more right after these messages from our sponsor, F&M Bank, here in Hendersonville. Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning with our guest, Dr. Bill Taylor, DDS of Just for Kids Teeth. And, uh, Dr. Bill, we also uh, I see on here that uh, you do a little activity uh, as a first responder as well.
0: Yeah, I'm an auxiliary deputy sheriff of the S- Sumner County Sheriff's Department. And Bob Barker, uh, one of our late sheriffs, challenged me to do it. And basically, I had to go through the training program and be certified and be what i need to do which by the way is not something they take lightly because i've talked
1: to these guys it's so weird because we have a lot of common interests Mm -hmm. that's one of them flying is another one which we can talk about in a bit but um you know I, i did a little snooping around in sumner county about that stuff it's uh it's amazing
0: i mean these and this is volunteer it's volunteer i mean they give me a zone a car and um, my friends say they Anna Bullock.
1: darn sure you know what you're doing first. That's oh, yes. for sure. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I have to spend 400, it's called 425 hours of riding along and doing training as well as every year. we, we lot of everybody goes through a week-long uh, uh, in-service training course to keep on top of what's going on in mm-hmm. law so enforcement. So I'm assuming
1: you've worked some events over the years and things like that? Events,
0: and, yes. i yeah. uh, taken people to jail, booked them, arrested them, tackled them, fought them. <laughs> Haven't tasered anyone yet, but right. uh, almost. Yeah. So be careful when you call them rent-a-cops, people. Yeah. Because
1: uh, they can they can take care of business. But that's probably relatively. Is it what you thought?
0: And is it rewarding? And it's rewarding. And again, it's like being a county commissioner. I've learned a whole lot about the um, about Sunmer County. I learned a lot, a lot more places in like Westmoreland and Bethpage and um, where no one usually goes, and you see how people live. Mm-hmm. And right. some some people live um, very nicely, and some people just no. Don't. It's just
1: funny. I think if people really understood <clears throat> how how much officers are dealing with of all the people that no one
0: else wants to deal with, guess who guess who gets to? It, it, you know, I just wish they would appreciate that. I wish they'd appreciate. it. I wish they they could pay him more. It's unfortunate that the sheriff's department is they do as best they can, and they do a great job. And Sheriff Sonny Weatherford is a great sheriff to mm-hmm. do what he does. Um, but every day may be their last day alive, right. and they were, you know, they do everything to protect themselves. But you, you never well, how know. did your
1: spouse be a, feel about that? Because it's, it's the same way with the the reserve and the auxiliary. Yeah. I mean,
0: this is something you do because you have a passion for it, a passion and interested, in, and uh, it it's 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 fun to to do. a lot of it. We help other people too,
1: absolutely, absolutely, and you know just that outreach community and especially with kids so they're not afraid of you and all of those all of those things
0: yeah it's 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 very rewarding for me for us yeah that's really cool how'd the wife feel about you wanting to do that <laughs> she just shakes her head and says whatever <laughs> Which brings
1: us to that you're a pilot <laughs> so how'd you feel about that too so uh, you, a lot of wide interest that you have and things mm-hmm. that you do and uh so tell us how you, you it's not like you've been flying for a week or two you've been doing this a well. while.
0: i've been flying for about 40 years i started flying when i was in dental school um and got interested and decided it was either gonna be a hobby or, or a career mm-hmm. and so i just kept going with it my wife is an air force brat and so she, her father flew so she wasn't impressed when she met me with an airplane because he had one uh, <laughs> sorry nice try yeah <laughs> But, Good idea, though. It, 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 I thought it would work, uh, <laughs> but um, well, she hung around with you anyway. Yes, and she, she appreciates flying. She, yeah,
1: well, it, you know, it certainly uh, is convenient, but you know, you can also use that
0: to help people, and I'm assuming you have. Yeah, I, I fly. Um, sometimes I'll, I do life flights uh, occasionally, but I also fly to um, Guatemala every year for the last uh, 35 years. I've been flying to Guatemala to um, to provide to work in a mission trip of some kind providing dental care for the poor people of Guatemala, Guatemala.
1: And that's a wonderful thing. How much time do you spend down there when you go?
0: Well, I'll be going leaving tomorrow for 10 days.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, How many people can you take care of? I mean, I'm sure you could stay there forever, um, you know, helping people if you could.
0: Yeah, it's, it's the story of the, the, the starfish story. You've heard the starfish story where the mm-hmm. storm goes through and, and washes all the starfish on the, on the, on the beach. Mm-hmm. And this kid's throwing the starfish back in the water. This uh, smart aleck um, fisherman comes up and says, "Well, you can't save them all." He throws the next one in and goes, "Save that one." Mm-hmm. So we can't save them all, but we can save we can do some things. What are What are the differences in the things that you see there versus US? U.S.? Um, there's a lot other than hygiene issues, hygiene, but... poverty. You know, there. Uh, one of my friends in Guatemala who is successful and wealthy and was a Georgia Tech graduate said, if you're born in the United States, you just won the lottery. We won the World, the nat- the world Lottery by being born in the United States. You
1: wonder if anybody appreciates that because it no. doesn't take you long to be out of it. Too. Uh, I learned pretty quickly that five-star hotels outside of this country does not equal
0: five-star. No, i bet, yeah. <laughs> to them it does, uh-huh. but it's pretty interesting. Yeah. You know, it's maybe a two. <laughs> you'll, you'll see in Guatemala City uh, a five-year-old on a busy street when the light stops, changes, everybody stops, out begging, washing your windows, trying to mm-hmm. juggle, trying to do something to, to to make money. Well, you wouldn't let your kid near this that street. Here they are, just walking amongst the cars. Yeah, uh, it's it's amazing. And they probably
1: lose a bunch of them doing that. Yes.
0: Yeah. So what are uh, just is it
1: mostly just hygiene and then lack of care and uh, of the teeth and
0: hygiene, lack of care. Not knowing how to take care of them, and then the sugarcane is a big, a big culprit because they'll chop off yeah. a sugar cane and chew on it like yeah. you would do a candy bar, except they leave it in the mouth all day long, and oh boy, it just rots their teeth. Yeah. Um, so you kind of know now that you've gone there a lot of years what you're kind of up against. Yeah, mainly what we do is is, is get rid of pain, and getting yeah. rid of pain is extracting most of the teeth. That have it's have the candy. fastest
1: way to make it. Yeah.
0: Work and not the funnest way, but it is it works. Yes, yeah, I mean right? they're they're. They hurt, and if you've ever had a toothache, oh, yeah. oh, man. Yeah, you know, you want to get rid of it as fast as you can. There's only two things that are debilitating. One is teeth, and the other one is a back. Yeah. The, it um, is tough. Um, well, I tell people, you know, if, if we leave on Friday, and somebody gets a toothache Friday afternoon, then they have a toothache for the next months. They mm-hmm. can't get it taken care of. Wow. They just they ha- they have ability to do it, but they don't have the money to pay right. for it. So, uh, what kind of facility do you ha- do? you Have the equipment you need to just get done what you need to get done? Do you have to provide that, or is there something there you can use over the years? Uh, over the year, I work with a missionary who's down there all the time. For, he's a North American missionary named Mike Cadera, and Mike uh, has all the equipment. And, and so we we come and bring the manpower for the dental part. Yeah, we, that was
1: my next question. How many people do you bring with you? Well,
0: we, this year we'll have about 18 people. Oh, my. We'll take five students from Volunteer State Community College with their instructors, and they fit eyeglasses all day long. They'll see 150, 200 people a day fitting eyeglasses.
1: You guys are really making a lot happen in a short period of
0: time. We, we take, uh, we've got a physician down, a missionary physician down there that we work with and some mm-hmm. nurses that go. And we have a psychiatrist, psychologist, PhD psychiatrist Tim Lynch, who goes and helps work on the trauma that children go through growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, PTSD is what you would think of with, with military people, but the kids have the same thing. Right. Um, one 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 kid, his father made her watch him kill her mother with a machete. Now that's trauma you can't get over. How what do you get, how do you psychologically, and that's what he does. He works with his kids. They're just a lot of orphans, a lot of unfortunate kids are just how having how do you not want time. to just
1: grab them all throw them in the plane and bring them back with you yeah. man it's got to be tough it's tough it's tough. It's really really cool that you're doing that um, and uh, how many other people like you are out there doing it do you do, does the mission kind of work a schedule through the year so you're from Hendersonville and maybe somebody from Indiana does it and then somebody from Texas or whatever yeah.
0: there's groups all the time it, it, it's they all come together themselves and, and do it and you know, there'll be other groups down there at the same time. Sadly, there's no lack of work. I'm assuming you get there and you're just
1: busting it until you leave.
0: Huh? Yeah, it's just busy, busy all the time.
1: So you must be ready for a vacation when you get done with that. That's that's tough.
0: Yes. Um, yeah. And but we also learn a lot, and we also one of the neat things about North Americans going down to Guatemala is that, um, or any third world country, is what they learn about Americans is through TV. Sex in the City, Housewives of Atlanta, um, Lives of the Rich and Famous. A lot
1: of stupid stuff that doesn't matter. Yeah.
0: And so they think of us as being really, why would you come take care of us? And so when we can go down there, it gives us the opportunity to provide goodwill and better friendships for the people in that country. And they, they mm-hmm. look at us like, the Americans aren't really that bad. Yeah. You know, you never know what people have been told over the years, mm-hmm.
1: mostly of which is not true, I'm assuming. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, well, that's really, really interesting, and that's cool that you that you do that. Can you tell us a, a little bit more about
0: your practice and uh, how long you want to keep doing this? And uh, I don't know. I'm, <laughs> I'm 65, and I've still got plenty of energy to go. Cooking away? Yeah. I mean, I'm a referee, referee college and high school soccer still, so I've still got plenty of energy so, to run.
1: Uh, where um, do you find all this time to – you just don't sit down at much at all? I don't have much free time. But, but that's that's what keeps you young, I think. Well, you got to do something. Yeah, you got to well, do something. Well, you're making me feel like a big lazy fool. I'm going to have to go to, <laughs> <laughs> have to do something else. Yeah. Um, so, tell me about the philanthropy locally and some things that you're practicing. You have done and some organizations you've helped over over. Well, the years. we help
0: um, organizations from like Christmas for Kids, um, Crisis Pregnancy Center. Um, I guess it's just a whole list of Agape to the Nations is a group that goes to Haiti and Ghana and they provide medical care there. We uh, work with them, but it was just one way or the other. Right? I'm assuming you get to take
1: um, some of your employees and, and things that haven't experienced something like this before. That's got to be, you know, a real eye opener for them, and also kind of, you know a lot of people they don't say it's money that they want in their job they want sense of
0: purpose they want uh, to make a difference you have the opportunity to share that with them and it's very cool i get to do that too it's um gives some of my employees opportunity who they haven't hardly been out of out of the state of tennessee to go to another country and and see how other people live once you do that and see you understand how lucky you are and uh you come back with a sense of well-being and fulfillment, but also, uh, and you're just too lucky to um, be in, a, in the United States.
1: Yeah, and, and it's you know you just wish everybody could experience mm-hmm. that. So, yeah. um, tell me about some events that you're involved in your practice. I mean, I'm assuming you've sort of partnered with some people and done some things over the years
0: that you enjoy doing. Well, we sponsor a lot of the events at the school, local schools. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the schools uh, need. Uh, financial help and, and and a lot of all the schools are doing fundraisers some of them indian lake school and jack anderson and station camp they make they raise a hundred thousand dollars in a fundraiser what i think's fun is those schools also will give that money to some of the lesser schools in the county mm-hmm. that uh, can't and uh, aren't fortunate enough to do it right and um so we're helping each other out that's what you. That's that's what that's what i think a lot of what life is 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 helping people out giving back to the community giving back to others making it making it better for other people well it sounds like you've done that your whole career
1: and i think that's really admirable and uh i think this you know having been a commissioner and and learning i'm a big fan of learning i i love to learn has probably helped you understand kind of the way things work more with your practice in relation to the schools in relation to the county and the public and it all it, it really does connect
0: it does connect, and it's 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 very interesting and cool, and I'm I'm, I'm glad I've gotten to have these opportunities to learn all that. Now I uh, wish I could share it more, and wish other people would get more involved. It's a, it's a shame that the local people don't get involved in the local things as much as they should. Yeah, agreed. Um, and in our final couple minutes here,
1: uh, as we're wrapping up our our segment with you today, what about mentoring or advice you might have people thinking about getting into dentistry and things? It's such a an innovative I just can't believe how much things have changed just in the years that we've
0: gone to the dentist. It's, it's, it's tough. You know, unfortunately most people getting out of dental school now, owe either a quarter or a half million dollars of debt from school debts. And so it's tough for them to go start their own their own practice without, um, going and working with somebody. Mm-hmm. So the thing is to pick the right, right, right group. And, um, you know, the, 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 private practice model is is dwindling because corporate dentistry is now taking over i'm all over. seeing
1: a lot of that and then let alone the 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 non the the online dentistry that you can have something shipped to your house and now all of a sudden you're doing it yourself what what effect is that having
0: it's probably minimal minimal effect even though that company makes a, a lot of money um the success rate is probably not as 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 good as you want it to be it i'm sure what they do is always it's always better than what it, what they start out with right. was, it, was it, is it what you wanted to end up exactly. end to be,
1: and they're not going to fix any giant severe cases either. You know, if probably not. You know, you might be able to move a few things around a little mm-hmm. bit, but that's probably about it, wouldn't you think? I think that's close um, to it. You know, so because it's a, but you know, it's nice to now know that you can go to the dentist and realize that how
0: much innovation is being. It's not like you guys are just doing the same thing you've always done. Some dentists are doing the same thing they've always done, and they're not paying attention and not not growing and not staying on top with the technology. And then some are just way above everybody.
1: Um, That's so interesting. And is that depending on where you are in the country, or is
0: it bigger markets versus smaller market dentistry? I think it's all over. I don't think there's one section of the country that's behind the other. It's just the individual dentist. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, well, can you tell us uh, how to get a hold of you if, if somebody's inter- interested in chatting with you? Are you taking new patients, um, number one? Uh, number two, uh, website, phone number?
0: Yeah, uh, yeah we're uh, just justforkidsteeth.com, uh, 615-824-1700. We're always taking new patients. We're happy to see kids. Um, and um, we see a lot of kids, teenagers, and those kids with special needs. And happy to, you know, kids are just the best, the best patients you could have. And make, make a lot of them make our our day.
1: They're great. They so, are great. They're Kids so are innocent. great. They're so innocent, and they haven't been jaded by everything going on. Yeah, and they they're, they're funny. That really does have to be rewarding for you. Yeah. So, it well, does. thank you so much, Dr. Well, Bill Taylor. Thank you for your time, time with us today. We really enjoyed getting to know you. Thank you very much. All right, thank you. That's Dr. Bill Taylor, DDS, for Just for Kids Teeth. We appreciate him taking the time to talk to us this morning. We're going to come back with more of Sumner County Spotlight right after these messages. Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning, brought to you by F&M Bank at 221 Indian Lake Boulevard. And our second guest <laughs> today is Terry Lynn Weaver. She's Tennessee State Rep for the 40th District. Welcome to the program.
2: Well, thank you. Thank you so much, Tony. It's yeah. good to be here. Yeah, My nice pleasure.
1: You. Um, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Uh, you know, dis- districts, uh, <laughs> while the boundaries might not change a bunch, the people sure do. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Uh Gee, okay, let me thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm a Pisces. Uh, <laughs> where, where do you begin? <laughs>
2: um well, I'll tell you uh, first and foremost, i'm it is an honor to be here, and thank you for inviting me to uh, to chat here I got to meet you and chat with you as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I represent I'm a state house representative, so I currently work for the fortieth district state house about mm, 65, sixty five six about sixty five thousand folks and mm. growing yes. and uh and yeah so i do the state work for the people and we meet in nashville we're in session right now so things are starting to really rock and roll we're starting to yeah bills are starting to come through committees um i currently chair a um transportation committee safety and funding so uh i like to think of myself as uh bill killer.
1: I was going to say, so you're (laughs) the one they're hitting up for the dough to do something with the roads. You probably hardly get any action in that committee.
2: Oh, well, it's, it's, I love trains, planes, automobiles, and barges. I guess that's what we, we deal with in the state of Tennessee. But so I chair that. And then I also have two committees that I serve on uh, K through 12, education and then full education that is a workload um that committee alone because we we've done a lot of things in education here in Tennessee and we've got a lot more things to do so those are the committees I serve on and we like I said we're in session now we go in on Monday evenings and we come out on Thursday mid-mornings and then I stay Thursday afternoon and it's really try not to take a lot of it home with me on the weekends. Yeah.
1: well, that takes discipline. So, And I do want to ask you a little more about the calendar, the session calendar and stuff down the road, but where, where are you from originally?
2: I was born in Mansfield, Ohio. and uh, there, very not, pretty n- area. Yes, uh, in the middle of a, the Amish country. Uh, we still have the farm there. Dad and my mother still are living. Then uh, I went to school there, and then I went to Texas, And uh, went to the big city. I never saw a skyscraper. I was like, (laughs) I went to Dallas, it was like culture shock. But I loved Mm -hmm. it there, so. uh, And then um, expanded on my music career there in Texas. People say, why didn't you go to Nashville? Well, my mother's sister lived there, and so I could graduate and just, I I could pack up the vega. (laughs) You had I had, a green had one of those Vega.
1: It's basically a plastic car for the uh, most part. With a um, lawnmower
2: and en- engine engine
1: and it turned to rust after about three weeks. Uh, yeah, as I well recall. I drove that yeah.
2: puppy all the way to Texas and put my stereo on the top. The only it. thing I
1: remember about the Vega is my fingers always hit the dashboard when you're turning <laughs> turning the car because it always came out too far. There was not enough room between the steering wheel and
2: <laughs> oh, it was olive green to boot. So oh, I mean, Lordy. I mean, it oh, was hello. it was a classic seventies. Mike
1: Brady, <laughs> Brady colors.
2: So I moved to te- t- to Texas and uh, expanded on my music career. I met my husband. Is that there. Th-
1: what you thought you were going to end up doing? Yeah, I,
2: I did. We did music for almost thirty years. Wow. Before I did that's this, great. so that's what moved us to Tennessee was the music industry in ninety mm-hmm. well, one. I met my husband in Dallas. Our son Justin. Uh, is was born in Dallas and um, so yeah we came up here
1: and your husband was in the music business too uh,
2: no right. my husband's an ex-baseball player he played for the Cleveland Indians
1: that's what I'm talking about
2: and he uh, but he was injured and he played for them for six years and broke his back
1: so oh, that kind of ended that, was his, he a catcher or something he was a,
2: a shortstop Hmm. and so did, he was drafted right out of high school. He's from Jacksonville, Florida. So, yeah, so we meet in, in Dallas. I ask him out, and the rest is history. We'll be married 41 oh, years. Oh, you were
1: just assertive back then, even, weren't you? She's <laughs> like, you go.
2: Yeah, I. you bet. You don't
1: need any Sadie Hawkins to ask no, somebody no, out, do you? No,
2: He That's he, pretty cool. He was kind of shocked, too. But, hey, 41 <laughs> years ago, and we're still going strong.
1: Well, there you go. You must have had good instincts.
2: Well, yep. Not surprising. Indeed. Indeed.
1: <laughs> not surprising. The radar just goes up, doesn't it? Yes,
2: exactly.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so you did music for quite a, a long period of time. We did. Uh, we Traveled all over. Both there and here mm-hmm. and all over the joint. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. We did and uh, homeschooled our son. So we were a family wow, on the road. I'm glad you
1: weren't tackling too much. Jeez.
2: No, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I really wouldn't. It was quite, quite, I mean, it has its ups and downs. You're not home every night in your own bed and, you, you know, you're, yeah. Feel like a gypsy, but we were doing what we knew we were supposed to be doing, and that was really cool. So,
1: and was he? Uh, and this is where your son's love of music actually yes, came from. Amazing. Because you said he's still doing it.
2: He is an amazing guitarist, uh, mandolin player. He's producing a record. Currently, he was producing a record this last week, and uh, in fact, he called me. He says, "Mom." Uh, when you get out of session, would you come by the studio and lay some BGVs down for me? And I said, sure. <laughs> Here you go. So I got to go and and, and drop my little footprint little on uh, a project from this guy from Australia. It's, it's really good sounding. So he he's Sounds producing like a Steve Earle kind of a guy. Uh, yeah, he's uh, producing other guys. As
1: well as... Uh, but he's also touring. He's, he's fixing some...
2: to go out on the road with the Dixie Chicks on a second world tour. He was with them two years ago.
1: Okay. Then
2: he went on the road with Josh Turner for a while, and now he's back with the Dixie Chicks. They're getting Good. ready well, to launch. the
1: Dixie Chicks thing is, is all kind of getting a lot better. Time heals, yeah. Time Time heals, heals. a lot of stuff. It does. It, it does.
2: So she's got a new record coming out. <clears throat> Justin played on the record, and now they're in that production stage. of. So he's Dewey's. kind of jack
1: of all trades. He can do studio work. He can yes. do stage work. He can. He
2: is awesome.
1: Mama taught him well, I guess. Yes, I
2: did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Prepped him, showed him all the pitfalls. Here's what you don't do.
2: Yes, exactly. He's amazing. He really is. And well, he, Of cool. course, he and his lovely bride, Sunshine, they live in Davidson County. She is in real estate, and then we have two grandboys. West, who is 14, and Wynn, who is 11. Oh, and I cool names. Yeah, West and Wynn Weaver. Cool. So.
1: Sounds good. Um, so then uh, you get into politics. Not, yeah. Not right away. You had to get a bump in the road before you got in, I guess. Well,
2: there's a... What What, what drove you to... Well, I that? sure wasn't looking for it. That wasn't on my radar. Was it because
1: you had some name recognition? Or, no, you know, actually,
2: or? it was because of uh, a friend of ours, uh, A.B. McCall, <laughs> McCall's furniture. Yeah, he uh, he came up to me and he said, "Hey, Terry Lane, have you ever thought of running for office?" I went, "Oh, what part of no do you not understand?" uh,
1: Him and I are friends, and I'm just looking at these. I'm looking at these posts, going, "Dude."
2: Oh, that's AJ. That's his son. Yeah, that's. But AB, his father, was the one who who. uh, If he
1: had Facebook, would it be the same?
2: No, uh, no, (laughs) it would not. Probably not. But yeah, so they just you know. Well, he he, just—I guess you know—you meet people in your in your life that see things in you that you don't, which is a good thing. And so, you know, no, I never considered it. Number one, didn't even think I qualified because I've done music all my life.
1: You can fog a mirror, you're (laughs) in. Well, politics—they're breathing, you're in.
2: You know, come on. Well, I don't know. I mean, I my idea of politics—we're lawyers and been to school and yakety yak, and I've just worked all my life. We have enough of those.
1: We need normal folk.
2: Well, that's what I, that's actually what I, I came to realize. It took me a little time to figure that out, but, uh, it's very intimidating though, when you're going into that arena. You know, and your opinion you matters into... just as much. It does. So, Cause we and, are a citizen. If, if we, we the could, people.
1: We, yeah. Cause if we could encourage more non, you know, professions that mm-hmm. maybe think you don't have the resources to do it, I think it would just... Be even better
2: it's refreshing
1: it it is it really
2: is because you're you're just concerned, you know, I love my country, I love mm-hmm. uh, you know our constitution and all those things, so basically, when you step into that arena, you should be. Um, wholeheartedly protecting the freedoms that we have. Yeah, and because you've seen, there's seen no other of the place. Country, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, and there's just not enough, There's no other place other than here to go. After this, that's it.
1: Um, so when you did finally get in, because you said the first time wasn't successful, which your lessons learned was probably just an experience in itself, because you can learn from. All of those experiences. Oh
2: gosh, yeah, I learned how to knock on doors. What, you know, what do you out, think was the indoors? difference
1: between when you first ran and it didn't su- succeed until the second time, and you're like, okay, I think I understand.
2: Well, I think the big piece of the whole thing is, you know, we moved here from Texas, so I don't have any kin here. I don't uh-huh. have any. I don't dots. Yeah, yeah, I don't have any. So you're
1: really starting from fresh.
2: Yeah, so you know, <clears throat> it, the the first. In 2006, when I ran, um, it was—it's all about getting out and. Knowing the people you're going to work for.
1: Well, you kind of got to learn your area, you know.
2: And knocking on doors. I I bet I knocked on every single door in the district. And I love that because I do love the interaction with people and talking about stuff. And and so. And the
1: get off my property.
2: (laughs) I had a couple of those. Sure. Dog bites. Yeah, you know,
1: it's part of the deal. Maybe you should just put on one of those lime green vests when you do it next time. Hi, how are you? Just
2: pray a lot. Please don't let that dog come out and eat me.
1: Okay, so you do that, and then you're now you're in. Yes. And how long did it take before you sort of knew where your contributions could could be? That um, you could places you really could help, and you started feeling comfortable.
2: Well, your freshman year down there definitely is all ears, no no talking, just listen and watch. I mean, because there's no there's no there's no manual. No, there's
1: lots of procedures and all that. You know, Hoo-ha. from
2: everything from parliamentary procedures to you know how do you how do you how do you write legislation all all those kind of things so you basically just dive into it and you find some people there uh, that you can um kind of look look towards and see how they do things you just learn it's just learn on the job mm-hmm. and it's it's not it, it, most of it's common sense
1: <laughs> well and, you, would, you would think apparently that doesn't make it all the way to dc though no at the I, state level like things are just so different and, well, and I I'll think that's you, why they were free and independent states to begin with by the way
2: and as they should be exactly. and we need to continue to fight for that uh, but I will tell you when you walk in I'll never forget after I was elected and I wa- went down to Nashville and I walked through these huge have you been to the, been through the mm-hmm. t- to the chamber walked through these huge massive wooden doors and I looked up on the on the board where all the members names are for the votes and I saw weaver up there and it was a huge it was a somber moment. Really? It's interesting. Uh, the fact right. that, you know, all these people that, you know, I wasn't raised in this area. I met a lot of folks. I was, you know, very open and honest with people. And and they just we connected. So I was just it, it was an incredible moment to go down there and feel that. And you know what? I feel that every time I walk in that chamber today and anytime you don't you need to go home yeah
1: because that means you're not working for the people and yeah you're thinking there's another about yourself agenda going on is that hard to do sometimes when you get really passionate about something um you know it's just
2: well I think
1: you're not you can't you can't please everybody you know, that's no that's just a given no
2: you can't but as long as the people know that you are doing all you can to do because um, there's some things I can and there's some things I can't but as long as they know you're sincere and you're working hard for them and uh, you're doing all you know you do, people are good with that. Well, so. you know, for
1: one thing, at the state level and the state legislature, you know, it is a working body and they do get stuff done, unlike, oh, yeah. you know, at the federal level. Well, but we're I think, closest to the folks.
2: Right. And mm-hmm. I think
1: people forget that because all they do is watch the news. And, you know, number one, it's never as bad as it looks, or number two, it's worse than it looks. Oh yeah. And the media is certainly a big culprit in all of it.
2: Well, they're not going to talk about the good stuff. <laughs> yeah.
1: Because you know, it doesn't.
2: But uh... Tennessee has been doing some great things and I'm really, you know, approaching a, a senior member. I'm extremely grateful that I have been in those discussions of where we're now experiencing, you know, one of the lowest uh, tax state that there is in the nation. And, Stuff like the inheritance tax was something that I did, and we got rid of. We Mm -hmm. have made, you know, in the last ten years, Tennessee has really been put on the map. I mean, that's why we're having such growth here. People want to, people want to live here because they can keep more of their stuff.
1: Exactly, and uh, their stuff, by the way. Yeah, you know. So that brings me to the obvious question, which is the one seems to be asked mostly especially from native uh, nashvillians or people around this area. There's not a ton of those, but mm-hmm. um, the worry of changing the culture and values of Tennessee because of so many, uh, as we call foreign-born New Yorkers yeah. and <laughs> Los Angeles folks moving here, is it going to change every—I mean, you know, things change. It does, yeah. but— Um, you know what what are the upsides what are the downsides
2: well on my watch you know i'm going to do all i can to not you know see those values move and go away of course you know you go down to nashville and you music row is not like music row used to be anymore it's no we uh, we have a station
1: down there and we moved in there was literally nothing going on there were holes in the ground Mm -hmm. the big giant i used to call it lake nashville Uh (laughs) uh, by the twice daily there but um you know it was all left over from 2008. Everything just stopped mid-project. Yeah. Just everything. And now, Music Row is so different. You'd see just people wandering around with CDs and guitars. And now it's people. Jo- I, I'm trying not to hit people who are jogging with their dogs. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's just so different. And I'm,
2: you know, it's a little city.
1: disappointed because they they have shut down some things along a uh, division that in Midtown that to me aren't Nashville they enclosed uh, I know a lot of guys who lost their businesses because mm-hmm. they were forced to force to enclose their decks mm-hmm. which the great part about standing on my parking deck at Music Row is that I could turn in any direction any given night and hear music in all directions. Yeah. That's what Nashville is. Yeah. And Midtown was really starting to boom and be a whole different kind of local area mm-hmm. that's not broad lower broad but um and then that kind of way went away quickly because of some people in condos that didn't like it. I'm like you're moving to music city yeah hello
2: and they want to silence it so
1: i i worry that i know i know we're just talking nashville you you have to worry about a whole state but those are concerning even to me who's only lived here you know five seven eight years so
2: well you know again i want to protect those values and that try to try to you know again protect that small town vibe but as you said, it's changing. There's a lot of people moving here, bringing their, bringing their stuff, bringing their values and stuff here. So, but I will say, as far as the, as the state legislature, uh, one thing that I'm proud of is we begin our business every morning with prayer. And we have a pastor of the day come in. And so the first bit of business, as soon as the speaker says, uh, Sergeant of Arms, shut the doors, members come in, uh, so-and-so, you're recognized in the well, who's your pastor of the day? being isn't know.
1: that nice and you so do that worried about the lawsuit that's going to come for doing it i mean
2: no no it's, because it's that's the way we s- do some things.
1: amendments are remembered and some people just seem to forget for whatever reason
2: yeah well hope, we're going to keep that at least on my watch i'll do what i can that's for sure All but right. again tennessee is is a, a amazing place to come and and live raise your family open a business i mean it's just a great place to be
1: you know, you should have the freedom to do anything. Amen. All right. Um, we're talking with uh, Tennessee State Representative for the 40th District, Terry Lynn Weaver, and we're going to come back with more of our program right after these messages here on Sumner County Spotlight. Welcome back to Sumner County Spotlight this Sunday morning. We're with Terry Lynn Weaver, the 40th District Representative of the State of Tennessee, and uh, we've uh, gotten a little bit political <laughs> and learned all kinds of inside stuff, um, <laughs> Uh, but uh, you also were a musician.
2: Yes, play guitar. So are
1: I'm sure you haven't just stopped, have you?
2: No, not at all. Uh, hey, last week at uh, War Memorial we had our legislative capital jam, so we oh, did yeah. a took my guitar and played uh, played. Remember that old song? And what is this uh, like
1: the congressional softball game? Uh, it is thing? only like...
2: it's music, and I, mean, I have, we have quite a few members that are pretty talented. <laughs> actually, be. we have a senator. Well, if you
1: need an MC, it, you know.
2: I'll keep you posted
1: <laughs> I can't play anything But I can introduce you
2: Well, hey I played uh, My guitar I did an old Tom Petty song I won't back down And mm-hmm. then I also did A Loggins and Messina song That Ann Murray Made a number one I think in what 77, seven? Eight? Which one
1: which was it? Which one was it?
2: People smile and tell uh, me I'm the lucky, lucky one. one Here
1: we are singing <laughs> We have now broken new ground <laughs> On the program uh, with the so, state rep,
2: no less. Uh, well, I, you asked me, so I told you. <laughs> uh, well, we hey, did. you know,
1: I wish you had your guitar here. You could wrap up the show with it.
2: I would do. I could do that. So how dad. do
1: you stay involved in a little bit of that, too? I mean, you're like you said, you, you want to be able to turn it off when you go home.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, Mm. I don't tour like I used to, you know, when we we toured all over the country. I can't. I tour the district. Yeah. And I am the national anthem chick singer, so I still get to do that. Hey, folks, she Uh, knows the words. (laughs) To two verses. Um, Wow. But yeah, so like I said, I don't tour as much. I do some shows. I still do some of those that I've done over the years.
1: Well, do you have some old buddies that are still, you know, road tripping it and say, you know what, just come out and... Do the weekend oh, with us or I have open. I have, come on and play three or four, you know?
2: I do some of that still. That's and kinda cool. I will probably pick up and do some more. I'm kinda it, getting the getting the itch again, you know what I'm saying? So yep. but I don't I don't put my guitar down. I play my guitar a lot. And of course we do I have a an event at our barn at home. We have a a group that comes together in the barn and I lead worship. And so that keeps me up on the new worship stuff so mm-hmm. but it's you know it is what i do so yeah it i'd like to take it back and, yeah i'd like to yeah. take it back on the road but right now i'm in a chapter of this and this is very time consuming as it should be Not only are you in Nashville during session doing the legislative part, but then you're in your district and you want to be at all the events because you want people to see. How much time
1: does this take? I mean, if some well, they
2: say it's a part time job, but they're lying to you because it's not. It's kind of like teaching. (laughs) Yeah, really. Yeah, Yeah. sure.
1: Right. Yeah. Just uh, seven to three. Mm -hmm.
2: No, no, this is not that. But I did. You know, I'm really working hard at trying to keep a lot of it down there. Like I, like I said earlier, I'll stay till late Thursday. My assistant and I are the last ones to leave Cordell Hall to make the drive back home on Thursdays so that I don't have to take a lot of stuff home. But as a writer, uh, I write music, mm-hmm. have for years. Uh, I also write a legislative loop. I could copy what they give me, but I like to make it my own. So I'll write a newsletter every week. I take care of that when I'm at home just you know what, there's what a lot kind of, of things.
1: support staff do you have in the, or any state legislators have i mean well, you know. it's just
2: me and my assistant we don't have a large staff the senate yeah, side so i didn't has, know if everybody
1: had an assistant or was there a, one that handled maybe a couple of reps or kind of how that no, all worked?
2: Uh-uh. we have each have a, an assistant mm-hmm. when i first was down as a freshman though we had one assistant per two members they changed that. Right.
1: Well, tell <clears> me about <throat> all the lobbying and stuff that goes on. Uh, you know, it, well, I'm assuming it's uh, different than D.C., but maybe in some ways not, other than the a lot less zeros. Um, oh,
2: gosh, yeah. Well, you have, you know, your day is full of appointments of people coming to lobby you about an issue, a concern, or we provide this, and we want to make sure we're still in the budget, or we have this idea, and we would like to ask to be put in the budget. So, Because the governor had put his budget out to us. Now we have to flesh through it. Mm-hmm. As the legislative body that writes the check right. and votes on it, so that's where we are right now. But yeah, we have all kinds of people come. I had, what about had- the
1: individuals that that mean well and they're just they they're concerned about something that maybe isn't really a state thing or it's a local thing or you know they don't know, they're just they may know you and it's like look, I want to go talk to her and. Uh, you know, you probably really actually enjoy having those meetings versus versus some you know big corporate. Oh, here they oh, come yeah, again. You know? yeah,
2: they want something. <laughs> <laughs> yep, exactly.
1: <laughs> wow, what a surprise!
2: <laughs> I love it when. Well, here's an example. We had you know I do a coffee conversation, which is every Friday morning. I'm in. One, I'm in a restaurant or a cafe. I have four counties. So here, about two months ago, I had. By the a, way,
1: I'm going to need all the places of good places to eat in your uh, counties. Okay, so all right, I'll sure write it know down. Those.
2: But no, the uh, just an idea. A law enforcement brought an idea to me, and he said, "I I really think we should do this. this would help our bus, our school bus drivers." And so, you know, we looked into it. A lot of times, you. you You go, well, what's other states doing about this issue? And you'll see what they've done, kind of learn from them. Long story short, we have a piece of legislation that will give some more authority and protection for school bus drivers, which is a good thing. So Mm -hmm. we want to try to do things that better uh, the situation. So... The point being is when I'm in my district and I'm having coffee with somebody, they'll bring some concerns or they'll ask you, are we doing this and can we be better? And that's the engagement part, and that's how you possibly can uh, make uh, make legislation.
1: So I'm sort of a big less is more kind of guy. Oh, um, me too. You know, how many laws can one place make? I mean, uh. when, do you, when do you go, it's like, we,
2: you know, we don't need
1: to... To make that a law, I mean, what? Correct. What is, oh no, that's you, a lot. How do you sift through all that stuff?
2: Well, again, because you can know, be why real would good you want at
1: to legislate every single thing under the planet, like maybe soft drink sizes, for example. No,
2: you don't want to go there. <laughs> what? No, 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 because yeah. you, as you said, it's just gnarls up the society. Some, a lot of times, it's not law that needs to take place it's just maybe the rules in something in an in like say a CPAs or a profession or a dentistry or it's just not we don't need to get in there and and add a law that camp just needs to work out the problem and maybe change it in their rules so it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be legislated
1: you yeah, know i mean a lot of and things much, need to be reviewed and modified yeah, i'm assuming or
2: removed and we do that yeah. too a lot of times things are just
1: that's probably your favorite day cleanup yeah, day yes
2: you know yank it out <laughs> for every law you pass you should probably get rid yeah, about 50 there you go we shouldn't
1: <laughs> just be with budgets uh, we should also have some of these contingencies so how about um at the state level is there you know i think people get pretty jaded with Politics and rightly so sometimes, um, but it's the the vocal minority that makes all the the noise sometimes. And how many like a lot of political games going on at the state level as well. Or
2: well, is it, it, has
1: it discouraged you at all, or is it is it not that bad?
2: Really, in the state of Tennessee, um, D's and R's, we we you know we're civil, we get along, we don't try not to let the the legislation be personal. You know, you you can't do that. You've got to stand on the merits of the bill and you've got to present your bill. Why is it that we need it? And then also be ready to answer the questions for people who don't see it your way. But see, what I love about the beauty of politics is I am not an Intimidated by somebody who doesn't agree with me, yeah. I really like to to talk about it. I want to know why it is that person likes that.
1: But after doing it for this many years, and you've done it a little bit, um, can you see when your efforts are futile and there's really no reason to have the conversation? Because no matter what I say, it's not going to. Oh, really I matter. see that too. Because, yes. uh, because everything my... they're doing is based on emotion, or yeah. everything they're doing is based on this or that. So reason really doesn't matter. Well, legislation you know, that's you, based on I'm emotion you is going to figure be bad. out which, which battles you're going to. Pick. pick and in mm-hmm. what you can actually think you can muscle through and and
2: that's what you do that's the part yeah. of the sausage making process. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. add a little bit of this, take some of this out.
1: So, what do people uh, that don't know a lot about the state legislature? What would they find interesting? What what is it that they're not really?
2: I think if they would come to Tennessee and watch the way our process works, which I encourage people to do, I think they would they would be really um, surprised to see that you know we we try to get along we really do and we do get things done we've gotten a lot of things done does the, the national
1: discourse going on in dc affect you guys or is that what you're saying you're trying to just not let that get in the way of what we're doing
2: we stay in our sandbox mm-hmm. and we do what we can do to make tennessee a rock star that's basically what we seems do seems
1: to be working by the way well, we and it is <laughs> be careful what you
2: wish for <laughs> <laughs> i know well, now we happening. have now we have the growing pains <laughs> now but... i
1: transportation person yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll make sure you that you give out your numbers so everybody can make their uh, you know oh, a gosh, voice yeah. be heard.
2: But no, I think we do a great job in Tennessee. I really do. And of course, the stuff that's going on, and of course, any everything that happens in in Washington does affect us here, right? Well, I mean, there's a lot way. of things
1: going on in Middle Tennessee. But you know, you have you're a part of a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. And what are are there any kind of you know we tend to live in. You know it's so hot around here, and things are cooking so much that it's getting all the attention, and we're all real excited that we you know are bigger than Memphis now and all that great stuff. But what are some really cool things that are going on in the state that people might not know about, either east or west, or you know,
2: Uh, what things are not, what things are? What did you say? Yeah, what what
1: what things maybe are in that are pretty exciting, or projects, or things that are maybe major projects that people might notice and uh,
2: well, in transportation. Sure. Well, we've got, right now, you know, we talk about Washington, There, the, the FAST Act, which is the funding for our highways that the feds hand to the states, mm-hmm. um, you know, they... Right now, they've got to make a decision on how they're going to fund. It's called the reauthorization bill. They've got to decide how they're going to fund it because we get a pot of that money that comes to the states, and then you, you balance your budget off of that. So, but I'm
1: assuming you know, they don't just give you cash. There's got to be strings attached like everything. Well, there everything. is. There's, there's, you, you meet there's certain stuff. criteria. You know.
2: but, but the point is we, we in the state of Tennessee, we are not we don't do bonds on our stuff. We pay cash. This is, you know, other states look at us like we got three heads. How do you Please do that? Please keep doing it. And we do. It so, is
1: such, um, that really protects all of our kids. Yes, it does. And and the future.
2: We have so, I could go on and on about the financial status of the state of Tennessee, and that's all good. I mean, our pension is fully funded. If you retire in the next 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to know that you're going to get your your retirement money.
1: You know, sometimes flying below the radar and not being a headline news and the state they talk about all the time is a good thing. That means it's just cooking along. We're, We're doing, doing fine. our thing. Stay within your border. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to build a wall, are you? No. <laughs> Around Tennessee. I'd, I'd love
2: to <laughs> though sometimes.
1: <laughs> or maybe just, you know, a few highways. So, well, uh, we appreciate you taking the time to talk to us. It was good to get to know you.
2: This has been delightful. Thank you. I've enjoyed the coffee conversation, water conversation. That's right. And,
1: and you're welcome back anytime. You better bring your guitar next time. I'll do it. And your son. I'll even. do it. I'll do it. The dynamic duo. So Terry Lynn Weaver, the uh, 40th District State Representative for Tennessee, thank you again for And
2: coming. thank you, Tony. My pleasure.
1: Absolutely. That's Sumner County Spotlight for this Sunday morning. Join us again next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. right here on the new 100.7 WHIN 1010 a.m.
0: Sumner County Spotlight has been brought to you
2: exclusively by FNM Bank, 221 Indian Lake Boulevard in Hendersonville. Whether you need personal banking, banking for your business, or even home mortgages, FNM Bank can provide you with excellent service right here in Sumner County. Visit them today at myfmbank.com.
0: Sumner County Spotlight will return next Sunday at 10 a.m. Thanks for listening.